message is from Family Worship Center. This message will not only build your life, but will make you experience the transforming love of God. Open up your heart and be blessed. So say, this is my Bible. In this Bible is God's Word. My transformation is tied to reading, to studying, and doing the word in this book. And therefore, I boldly declare that I'll move from glory to glory as I keep beholding the word of God in this book. Give him praise this morning. Hallelujah. 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 Please open your Bibles to Deuteronomy 8, 18, Luke 6, 38, and Luke 8, 1. Deuteronomy. Some people say dethrone the enemy. Every enemy in our lives, they are dethroned in the name of Jesus. Deuteronomy chapter 8. I'll read verse 18 only. I'll read all of 18, but my particular emphasis on 18a. And then we'll look at Luke 6, 38. And then Luke 8, 1. Glory to God Almighty. Deuteronomy 8, 18. And you shall remember the Lord your God. For it is he who gives, who gives you power to get wealth. That he may establish his covenant which he swore to your fathers as it is this day. And you shall remember the Lord your God. For it is he who gives. The gifts here is present continuous. He gives today. He will give tomorrow. And he will give next month. And he will give next year. And he will keep giving. He gives the power to get wealth. Somebody say out loud with me. The Lord, my God, gives me power to get wealth. Say it again. The Lord, my God, is the one that gives me power to get wealth. Say, I will not forget. Say, I will not forget. Praise the Lord. Luke 6, 38. For Luke 6, 38, I'm going to do, crave your indulgence to do the living Bible. The living Bible. For if you give, you will get. For if you give, you will get. Your gift will return to you in full and overflowing measure. Pressed down, shaking together to make room for more and running over. Whatever measure you use to give, large or small, will be used to measure what is given back to you. Somebody say amen. amen. Let me read that again. For if you give, you will get. Your gift will return to you in full and overflowing measure. Pressed down, shaking together to make room for more and running over. Whatever measure you use to give, large or small, will be used to measure what is given back to you. Say this out loud with me. Say, when I give, it is given back to me in return full and overflowing when I give 
it is given back to me in return, full and overflowing. Praise the Lord. And lastly for now, Luke 8.1. I'm going back to the New King James Version. Luke chapter 8 verse 1. Now it came to pass afterward that he went through every city, underline every city, and every village, preaching and bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him. And certain women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom had come seven demons, and Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's steward, and Susanna, and many others, underline many others, and many others who provided for him from their substance, and many others who provided for him from their substance. Say this out loud for me, with me. I am one of the many who provide for Family Worship Center as she goes from city to city and villages preaching and bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask, O oh Lord, that in the next few minutes you bless us with your word. We confess right now that our hearts are open. Pour upon us the blessing of your word. Break your bread and feed us this morning. And we'll never be hungry again. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Just for the sake of our visitors, we've been on a journey of the growth and expansion of the kingdom of God. The word of the Lord came to us expressly this year that we must walk wisely. We must walk wisely. And as we walk wisely, God will take us from glory to glory. And we have come to understand that one of the wisest things to do is to do that which pleases God. But not just that which pleases God, but that which is priority to God. And we have all agreed and settled on the fact that soul winning, expanding the kingdom of God, is priority to God. And we began by charging ourselves, if we are going to grow the kingdom through our own local assembly, family worship center, the care group is the place. Everybody must be plugged into a care group. And thank God we have started going and more are coming. We came another time and we said, if we are going to grow the kingdom of God, it must come through the power of our invitation. So let's go out and tell people about the goodness. And we talked about how Andrew brought Peter and Peter became a giant in the kingdom. And a lot of us here are Andrews, and a lot of here are Peters. Glory to God. We came again and we said there is power in prayer and fasting. That when we pray, we take hold of the atmosphere. We bind the strong men. We release the hearts of men. We give empowerment to ourselves. And souls are one. The kingdom of God is increased. The glory of our God goes up, and we are glorified. Today, I have come to talk about the power of your giving in kingdom expansion. The power of your giving in kingdom expansion. When we talk about soul winning, when we talk about kingdom expansion, we pray. We pray for souls. When we talk about kingdom expansion, we go. And when we talk about kingdom expansion, we give. Isn't that like the three when in the Bible? When you pray, when you fast, when you give. I want you to know that all the way from the Old Testament to the New Testament, the kingdom of God has always depended, the expansion of the kingdom of God has always depended on the giving 
of the children of God. It has not changed. It will not change. Was your heart not warm when you saw Sister Kai talking about the Lagos church? Was your heart not warm? My heart was very warm. So I can go to Lagos now and find a home. Now listen carefully. Somebody say, why the emphasis on family worship center? I used to be like you. I used to be like you. I used to say, okay, we get them born again. Let them go to any church they want to go to. Until I started, because I used to be too much an insider. Until I started seeing what churches are doing. And now, where I am now is, I would rather not get some people saved, rather than tell them to go to any church. Because the churches people go to can even make them worse than when they were unbelievers. And so that is why I have become a strong believer in our brand. I know our brand. I know our balance. I know our love for God. I know our fear for God. And that is why I am now committed to shout from the rooftop. Family worship center must come to every village, must go to every city. Somebody who believes with me say amen. amen. Because I will not be afraid for a, a new believer to go to a family worship center church. I will not be afraid. But I will be afraid if they go to certain churches that I have seen lately. And that is what changed my mind. So I'm no longer saying let them go to whatever church they find. No. No. No, by the way, I'm overly excited. Because Family Worship Center is going to Ayangba. <laughs> oh boy. You don't want to know my excitement. It's going to Igalalan. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. The power of your giving all through the ages. God has depended on the giving of his people for the expansion of the kingdom. Why will God depend on our giving? Because God has given us all the material things on the earth into our hands. We direct it for him. Where we read, where we read, Deuteronomy 8 says, remember, don't forget. Now when you read the Bible, read carefully. When God says certain things, it's because he knows who we are. He created us. Have you forgotten? So when he says remember, it's because he knows we have the tendency to forget. When he says remember, it's because he has checked. He created us. We have the tendency to forget. And so he says when you begin to experience wealth, when money begins to come to you, remember that I am the one that gave you the power to get wealth. Not your skills. No. Not your wisdom. Not your connection. It is my power at work behind you that made your skills to produce results. My power behind you made the favor to produce results. So never you forget. Somebody say, I will not forget. But he said that, and then he said, but the reason I do that is so that my covenant through the ages can be established. I made a covenant with your fathers, Abraham. I said, I will bless them so that they can become a blessing. I made a covenant to Abraham and said, in your seed, all the nations. And today, according to Galatians, all of us are in the seed of Abraham. So the pro if we are prosperous, if we become rich, it's because God gave us the power to become rich, but it is for a purpose. Why? So that through us, the nations, the nations, the cosmos, the aeons should prosper. Through us, Umaya should prosper. Through us, Ayangba should prosper. Through us, 
Owere should prosper. Through us, Maiduguri should prosper. He gives us power so that all these places can prosper. I want you to know that there is no prosperity without the gospel of Jesus. No prosperity. And so when God gives us money to empower us to send out the gospel, we are sending out prosperity. Somebody say amen. amen. The power of your giving. And so it's important for you to know that God gave you power to get the world for his covenant purposes. But you see, one of the reasons I love God too much is that he is not a taker. He himself is a giver. So before we get disturbed, he followed and said, when you give, don't think that you will give and become reduced. When you give, you will actually increase. Can you see that? Some of you didn't know, I was not trained a pastor from the beginning. I trained as an economist. In economics, when you give, you reduce. We are very good at managing scarce resources, scarce resources so that we become stingy. But in the kingdom of God, when you give, you increase. He said, there is one that scatters yet. Have you seen it before? There is one that scatters yet. Why? Because in the fabric of our kingdom, it is the law of giving and receiving that leads to increase. The law of giving and receiving leads to increase. Had one son, because of love, gave one son. Today we are over one point something billion, about two billion Christians. Used to be one begotten son. Now we are many sons and daughters. Why? The law of giving and receiving. The law of giving and receiving. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. And so, in order for our hearts not to, to beat, he told us the truth that, look, don't be afraid. When I say give to my kingdom, it is not to take from you. It's actually to increase you. Somebody say, when I give, I will not reduce. I will increase. When I give, I will not reduce. I will increase. Let me tell you a few things about your giving so that you can be settled. The first thing I'll tell you is this. Whether you give or not, God loves you. Let's settle that now so that your heart will stop beating. Whether you give or not, God loves you. When I say you, now I'm talking about you on your own seat. Whether you give or not, God loves you and you are not cursed. Don't allow any man of God to tell you you are cursed. You are not cursed. Whether you give or not, God loves you. Somebody say, God loves me. However, whether you on your seat gives or not, God's projects will be done. <laughs> did, did you hear that part? Whether you give or not, God's project on the earth will be done because if he gets to it, he will get stones to give. If he gets to it. Oh, a man of God was building a church somewhere around Umaya. His congregation was not that. I heard it from the man of God. The congregation was not that. You know. But that was what God told him to do. And by faith he started. A man that was passing by the road with a hillock truck stopped and came to the side and said, what are you guys doing? They said, oh, we are building. The Lord has spoken to our man of God that we need to build a house for God. So we are building. The man went back into the hillocks, came back with a checkbook 
and wrote a check for 50 million and left. And left. Know nothing about the church. Now, listen carefully. The pastor eventually got the, the check, went to the bank, and uh, he didn't just pay in. He went to speak to the manager. Somebody appeared on our side. They said he was looking one kind. They said he was driving a Hilux. <laughs> Please check first. Does he have money? Is there any money there? Saints of God, listen carefully. True story. They checked. The man had 50 million, a hundred and something thousand naira. You didn't get it. You did not get it. The man did not have up to 51 million. He had 50 million, a hundred and something thousand in all of his account. But he pulled out 50 million and gave to a church he knows nothing about. I said that to say to you, in case you think you are smart, and you say, no, I will not partake. Ah, they keep loading us with all these things. No, the kingdom of God will go on. It's just that you won't be a partaker. And I'll get there now. I'll get there now. You won't be a partaker. God will bring people from anywhere to do what he has commanded. He has always done that. God can never, ever be stranded. Somebody say amen. amen. However, when you plugged in, however, when you plug in, the blessings are uncountable. Now, in giving, sometimes God will ask you to give just as a pure test. Just to test. Sometimes he will wait for you to decide to give. Because by his spirit, you are all supposed to have a generous eye. Every child of God who has the spirit of God is supposed to have a generous eye. Your eyes are supposed to be generous. That means when you see a need, just by the presence of God in you, you, something happens to you. And so sometimes God will ask to test. Sometimes God will wait for you to exercise the generosity of your eyes. And then sometimes God will have a need and cause his servants to say it out for the people to hear in case they pretend that they are not seeing and they are not hearing. And then sometimes God will just wait that you, out of the gratitude of your heart, will just come and say, God, you've done too much for me. I have brought this to honor you. Four people quickly. Four people quickly. Four people quickly. Abraham, Genesis 22, 1 to 18. The man waited for a long time, about 25 years, to get this promised son. And then the son came. And then God said, give me your son. In case Abraham would pretend like he didn't hear very well, God said, your only son, I mean Isaac. Something tells me that if God didn't specify, maybe Abraham would have caught Ishmael quickly and said, oh, yeah, let's go. The Lord wants him. <laughs> Did I tell you that God knows all of us? He didn't want to take chances. He said, give me your only son. Your only son, Isaac. <laughs> Whom you love. God knows that he doesn't have any serious love for. God knows us. And the Bible says, in the morning, early in the morning. Early in the morning. Early in the morning, he obeyed. And when he raised his hand to slaughter the boy, scripture says, now I know. God says, now I know that you fear me. 
And then he said, in swearing, I have sworn by myself that in blessing and in multiplying. So sometimes God comes to test. You've waited to become a millionaire for many years. It's just the first one million and God comes around and says, bring the money to Fiaqua. Back to sender. No, Abraham didn't send it back to sender. But today we are children of Abraham. I came to make it easy for us to prosper in the kingdom. I came to make it easy for us to enjoy the blessings of the kingdom. Your power, there is power in your giving. There is power in your giving. And if you don't give, God can raise stones to give. Abraham obeyed, gave something dear, and God swore to him. Today we are here because of Abraham, because in that blessing, he said, in your seed, Jesus, all the nations will be blessed. And we came in through Jesus under Abraham. Somebody give God praise. The woman with the alabaster box, there was no announcement for church planting. There was no announcement for buying of equipment. Out of the gratitude of her heart, what God has done for her, she came on her own, saved the whole year's salary, the whole year's salary, and brought it, bought a perfume, and broke it on Jesus. And it surprised me, for the Bible recorder said, even the disciples were indignant. And Jesus said, don't bother the woman. What she has done is a good thing. He has prepared me for my burial. Nobody knew what was happening. But the love of Christ in the woman's heart propelled her to do an act of giving. That Jesus is confirming that it was an eternal divine thing. And Jesus now said, wherever this gospel is preached, what this woman has done shall become a memorial to her. Do you know you can give and your giving will become a memorial? But that is not where I'm going. Listen carefully. Jesus says something that we have not noticed. Jesus said, Pastor Monica, Jesus said, the poor you will always have with you. But me, you will not have always. What is he saying? For your giving to become a memorial, that giving must be time-designed. There are certain times that God has special needs. You must plug in at that time. Don't say, no, I will wait. So now we are planting 100 churches. 60 is done. 40 is remaining. It's a season of a special need. You don't wait. Because the poor, you will always have with you. But 100 churches, you will not always have with you. And if you don't plug in, the hundred churches, I guarantee you, will be open, but you won't partake of the blessings. And when the documentation of Family Worship Center is read in eternity, you will have a portion in it. Say, God forbid. Say, God forbid. The poor you will always have with you. Timing, he's talking about timing. But me, my time is limited. So into me now that I'm here. The need is here right now. So, don't say, if I give now. No, I just told you how God multiplies. Who else gave? The apostle Peter, we always preach from there. 
Peter, Jesus had a need to do a crusade quickly for multitudes, which is exactly what we have a need for. We have a need to do crusade in Umaya, in Ayangba, and all over the cities of the nations. We need a boat to step in and preach from it. Peter released his boat. His boat was the source of his finances. I hope you know as a fisherman. The time Jesus used to use the boat could have fetched him some fish that he can take to the market and make money. But he gave. So giving his boat means he gave his money. Is that okay? Can we agree on that? But when Jesus used the boat, did Jesus leave him dry? No. He never takes from anybody and leaves them reduced. Jesus now responded to Peter's generosity by giving Peter such a catch that he had never seen before. I say that to say, and I'm not lying to you, except I'm not called of God. There are some people in this church, the key to a first-time level of breakthrough is tied to what is happening in this church right now. First-time level of breakthrough. There is an amount of money you've not seen before. Seeing it will depend on how you respond to what is happening in this church right now. Peter caught fish that he has never, ever, he needed partners to come and help him. The net was tearing. That is how your bank account will be busting on all seams in the name of Jesus. But again, there is a small boy that the mother gave fish and bread to go and attend the crusade. Mind you, Jesus also had a need. It was not the boy that had the need. The boy came with his food. The boy was okay. He didn't have a need. But the boy was in a place where Jesus had a need. Why do you say Jesus had a need? It was Jesus who said, these people cannot go. I need to feed them. So that is his need. I need to feed them. If you bring it to the world, what does that mean? We need to give them the word. We need to give them the word. In giving them the word, we need venues. In giving them the word, we need churches. In giving them the word, we need equipments, microphones, rent house, salaries for pastors. We need all of that. And the boy said, I'm here. My mommy gave me two fish and five loaves of bread. But hey, if you have a need, why not? The boy gave to Jesus. You remember what happened. Twelve baskets after everybody ate and was filled. After everybody ate and was filled. Who do you think Jesus gave the permission to take the baskets first? Tell me. Your giving will never reduce you. But your giving can become a memorial. It is an act of worship. Your giving is an act of worship. Your giving is a proof of your obedience. Your giving is a proof of your trust. Your giving will make you a VVIP. A VVIP. Where did you get that from? I got it from the amplified version of 2 Corinthians 9-7. Listen carefully. Let each one of you give as he has made up his mind and purposed in his heart, not reluctantly or sorrowfully or under compulsion. For God loves. He takes pleasure in, prizes above other things, and is unwilling. He is unwilling God is unwilling to abandon or to do without. To abandon or to do without who? A cheerful, joyous, prompt to do it giver whose heart is in his giving. What does that translate you to? If God is unwilling to do without you, 
See, read, read scripture well. It means God is willing to do without certain people. And he's unwilling to do without certain have you gone to certain organizations before? Somebody will come and say, I want to resign. And the organization will say, ah, I thought you left last year. You are still here. I'll bring it. <laughs> I thought you left last year. What's the problem? Bring it, bring it. Bring it. <laughs> and then some people say, oh, God, I'm thinking of resigning. They'll say, ah, what is the problem? Did we offend you? Is it the salary? Ah, what has happened? Willing to do without. Unwilling to do without. In the kingdom of God, the, gra- the gravity of your giving cheerfully and willingly determines where God places you. I didn't say it. You saw it. You saw it. And so there is power in your giving. There's power in your giving. I want you to know that when you give to God, listen to this carefully, when you give to God, that giving is not subject to decay, it's not subject to deterioration, it's not subject to depreciation, and it's not subject to loss. Not subject to theft. The Guinea was conducting service here a few weeks ago, and he gave us an insight into what bankers do. The bankers will come and speak all the English, and then they'll say, bring your money to us. We want you to know that the way things are now, things are looking up, things are looking up. We are going to give you 10%. They won't tell you that that 10% is dependent on something. They'll hide that one. Then they will print out volumes of books that they know you will not read. Then somewhere, they will put things like force majeure. What if, what if, what if will be plenty there? They did all of that so that when you come, they will decide whether to give you 10% or 5%. But in the kingdom of God, he guarantees that when you give, yes, clap, 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 you wanted to, clap. He guarantees that when you give, no matter the economic policies, no matter who is in Asorok, no matter the value of the dollar, you will receive a hundredfold here. Because you don't need money in heaven. Here. You don't need wealth in heaven. Here. Hundredfold. A few persecution. What is the persecution? Those who see you chilling with the big boys will become angry. That is the persecution. <laughs> And then a life afterward. So your giving does not reduce you. However, it makes you a VIP in the kingdom. When you give, it becomes eternal. See, the material things we spend money on, how many of you notice that after some time you forget? You know, I thought it was only me and until I overheard Apostle Oropo who came here the other time. You know, there are some things you'll be thinking is only you, and you'll be asking God to help you with your weakness and telling God to help you until you hear another man of God to confess. That is why confession and vulnerability helps in growth. So he came here and said, God, ask him a question. Where is that your shoe? <laughs> Did you remember that part? So he was trying to remember. I said, God, which shoe? He said, that's your shoe now. That one that you saved money for a long time to buy. So he said, ah, I don't even know where it is again. God said, you see? Material things. We save and save and save and save. And we give priority to material things. Then we buy them and then we use them for two days and then they expire and then we forget. But when you sow into kingdom expansion, the wealth does not depreciate, cannot be stolen, 
But something else happened. You translate treasures to the other kingdom to wait for you. He said, why do you put your wealth here where moth and rust and thieves can break in? Why don't you lay it up for yourself in heaven? The way to transfer money from here, treasure from here to heaven, is by sowing into the kingdom of God. Somebody say, I hear. So family worship center, I know that all over the world, when a pastor preaches on prayer and fasting, they say, that is the man of God. When he preaches on other things, they say, man, that is a man of God. But when you dare preach on money, they say, that is a suspect. But I know you are not like that. Giving is part of the whole counsel of the gospel. It's part of the whole counsel of the gospel. Any pastor that teaches all other things and avoids teaching on giving because he's afraid of what the people will say, that pastor is not right and is not sincere to the people. Giving is the reason you are seated here. For God so loved the world that he... That is why we are here. So at the fabric of Christianity is giving. But the enemy knows. So the enemy has worked on our mind that we don't even want to hear anything about giving. But it is a good grace. It is a good thing. It translates you from one level to another level. And there is power in your giving. Glory to God. So anytime money comes into your hand, my time is up. I don't know how I did that. <laughs> and I have not said all the things. So I'm jumping to the end. Anytime money comes into your hands, remember, there's a power that brought that money. It's the power of God. Remember, a portion of it must be committed to his kingdom. Through your giving, the kingdom expands. And because the kingdom expands, somebody is able to hear unadulterated quality words somewhere. All our branches, we preach the same thing. What I'm preaching here right now, another pastor is preaching somewhere, except for personality and delivery. Same text message. Same thing. Imagine that in your village. Imagine that in my degree. So when we come here and we are preaching the unadulterated word of God, we have the privilege. So your giving helps in expanding the kingdom of God. I heard the guy who had a dream. He called it, he had a bad, that's what he said, he said, I had a bad dream. In the dream, the man told the story of a horrible dream that he had. He said, I dreamed that the Lord took my Sunday offering and multiplied it by 10 and made it to become my weekly income. In no time, I lost my colored TV. I had to give up my new car because I couldn't pay the repayment plan. I couldn't make up my house payment, so I lost my house. And then he said, after all, what can a fellow do on $10 a week? Not many of us will get it. The Lord took his money. He had a dream. He called it a bad dream. Listen carefully, all of us. The Lord took his offering on Sunday, multiplied it by 10, and made it to become his weekly income. And then he said, after a while, he lost his color TV. After a while, he couldn't pay for his car. He lost the car. After a while, he couldn't pay for his house. He lost the house. And then he thought to himself, I said, mm, after all, what can a man do with $10? That means he used to give one $1. 
So let me ask you a question. Don't answer. Don't answer. Pretend you are not even hearing. If God took your Sunday offering and multiplied by 10, will you make progress or will you go backwards? Stand on your feet. If God took your offering and multiplied it by 10 and said, this is now your income, nobody can give you anything outside of it. Whatever everybody gives to you reduces to this amount. Will you make progress or will you reduce? A beggar was sitting by the road and the king was walking around the streets greeting his subjects, just greeting. And as the king came to the beggar, the beggar stretched his plate, expecting the king to put something. And the king said, no, today, today, this is what we do. You give me something. You give me something. And the beggar, check, 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 and took three grains of rice and dropped in the hand of the king and went. And in the evening, as he was pouring his loot, what people gave to him, he saw three gold coins. And he said, ah, I should have given him all. Pray for yourself. Giving is a grace. Pray that God will give you the giving grace. That you will give to his kingdom. When we say give to his kingdom, people are part of God's kingdom. We're also talking about giving to people. Giving to your parents. Giving to your mother. Giving to your brothers. Giving to your church. Giving to your pastor. Giving to your neighbor. Giving for kingdom expansion. It's all giving. I want you to know that you will not be here today if God did not give Jesus. For God so loved the world, he gave. Pray for grace. Pray for grace. Your giving is a measure of your maturity. Have you seen children before? You give them something and two minutes later you ask for the same thing. What you gave them and they say no. They don't know that more can come from where the first one came from. Pray that you break out of childishness and become a giver. And become a giver. Glory to God. Glory to God. I, I, I say this in all honesty, not for anything. Just, just to say that when you give, you are not reduced. That when you give, you are not reduced. When, when the church branching started, because I'm involved in planning, I knew what was going to start. So I knew the first day the announcement would be made. And I had told my wife, what I'm sensing we should give, we don't have. We don't have it saved anywhere. But if we are going to be happy how God has helped us, this is what I want us to give. And we made an agreement. From the first Sunday church planting started, I've not had a salary. I've not had a salary. 100% of my salary plus extras go in to kingdom planting, to church growth. So when I hear somebody talking about Family Worship Center Lagos, my heart is warm. When I hear somebody say, I went to my here, I entered Family Worship Center, my heart is warm. I'm a salary earner, in case you don't know. I have an employment letter that gave me salary. That is how I live in this place. From the giving you give, the church pays me a salary. But since we started planting church, I've not had a salary. 100% plus extras. But you know what? I have seen the mercy of God. God has blessed me. Let me tell you one that I remember this morning. One day I heard clearly, get up and stroll. Ah, I got up and I strolled. And I ran into an Ayangba boy. 
<laughs> who is friend to like the fourth person after me? You know how you friends to your younger brother. Ah, bros. Ah, bros. That is after I started doing this thing. Ah, bros. How now? How are you there? Ah, bros. Long time. I, I, I was uh, at such a place. I ran into my friend. He's talking about my brother. Bros, how are you there? And then one thing led to the other one. Bros, give me your account number now. Bros, give me your account number. I gave bros my account number. <laughs> okay, I'm the bros. I gave him. I gave him. I gave him my account number. I forgot. In the evening, I saw a lad. Ayangba boy. Ayangba boy. Not my friend, my younger brother's friend, not a member of Family Worship Center, so I'm not his pastor. I ran into him because God said, take a walk. 1.5 million. I've received money from abroad that I didn't think of. Abroad, not Nigeria. There are no family worship center people. So God will not reduce you. But your stinginess can keep you small. Let's receive grace to be like Jesus. Let's receive grace to be like God. How many cars can you drive? How many food can you eat? How many houses can you sleep in? My father would tell me, okay, you people say I should buy this bed. Even when I buy the bed now, it's one corner I'll sleep on top. Even if I have five cars, it's one I'll drive. Luxury is good, but hey, people are better investments. The kingdom of God is a better investment. Receive grace to have a generous eyes. Receive grace to have a generous eyes. You may please be seated. You may please be seated. You know you are here this morning. Giving your money is good. But the most important thing that you should give first, first, is your heart. My son, give me your heart. Your heart first. Your heart first. Your heart first. You give all this money and then you don't get to heaven. That's a great loss. No, our joy is not about the things happening here. Our joy is where we spend eternity. Your heart. So you are here, you are not connected to Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. I want to pray for you. You say, Pastor, connect me to the love of Christ. I don't know him personally. Or you say, Pastor, I used to know him but our relationship has become cold. I want to rededicate my life. I want a fresh commitment. Pray for me. I'll pray for you. You say, Pastor, life is hard. I am oppressed in the day. I am oppressed at night. I can't sleep. I can't sleep. There is fear hanging over me. All kinds of fear hanging over me. I am afraid of my uncles. I am afraid of my aunties. There is fire from the village. Pastor, pray for me. Jesus says, come to me. Come to me, I will give you rest. Somebody say, I pass here, no way. I pass here, no way. All around me is hard. Everything is hard. It's only Jesus that can help. Somebody is here, you are weighed down with guilt. I want you to know that when you sin, God hates the sin, but God does not hate you and will never hate you. He loves you. And there's nothing you have done that he has not gone ahead to forgive you. He says, while we were yet sinners, he died. He forgave you ahead. He made a deposit of forgiveness even before you started sinning. And he's not withdrawing it. A deposit of forgiveness in your account. In your account. Even while you are a sinner. 
Somebody said, you say, my case is so blessed. Where I am, nothing can be done for me. Who said so? Who said so? Who said so? God turns around situations like this. Now, all the things I've said, if you relate with anyone and you want to be prayed for, could you please raise your hand? I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. God brought you to a good day today. Oh, let me not forget. Since we are talking about power to get wealth, you want power to get wealth. Since God is the one that gives. And you get access to God through his son, Jesus. Raise your hand. Wherever you are, raise it. I see that hand. Raise it boldly. Don't be shy. A lot of people who are not raising their own, raised their own before. So don't look at them. Raise your hand. Could you please stand boldly? Stand boldly. Stand boldly. Be bold. Stand. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. Thank you. I want you to do an extra bold thing. An extra bold thing. Take your Bible and your bag. Just come to the altar. Saints of God, let's encourage them as they come. Let's encourage them as they come. Thank you for listening to this message. You will be blessed when you do the things that you have heard. You can make a brand new start in life by becoming a child of God. It's as easy as believing in your heart as you say the following prayer. Jesus, I thank you for dying for me. Jesus, come into my heart today and be my Lord and Savior. I declare right now that I am born again. In Jesus' name, Amen. Congratulations if you just said that prayer. It is important that you join a Bible-believing church immediately so that you grow in knowing Christ. We would love to have you visit our church in Abuja, Nigeria. For more information about this ministry, you can visit our website at www.fwcabuja.org. God bless you. Family Worship Center. We care.